I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. everyone and welcome back to the tea with tash podcast i am tired this week i would love to sound all bubbly and everything but i'm actually really tired um i had a really busy weekend with my friends and family shopping with my boyfriend going downtown with my god sister and just my work life is busy my home life is busy and i'm just i'm ready to chill and i don't know if you guys figured this out today but today is september 1st september motherfucking first how did we get here like i feel like between march and now has been a complete blur with quarantine and covid and all that bullshit um but yeah like next week i think we're going to talk about the stresses of september let me know what you guys think as a kid i always got super stressed out in this month and i want to chat and see if anybody else felt like that anyways as some of you guys know Um, And maybe saw on Instagram, this week's episode was picked by my followers, and with 70% of the votes, you guys voted to talk about relationship advice, long-distance tips, and just to chat about my relationship. So my boyfriend, Nick, is going to come in in a few minutes and talk about all that stuff, but we're going to go through the tea of the week. I also will warn you guys, he's been dying to come on this podcast since I started, so just get ready for him to have a lot to say. (laughs) Okay, first story of the week, Brad Pitt is spotted with a mystery girl, and I don't know about her not being Angelina Jolie. According to TMZ, we learn that this woman is from some show or movie, Arrested Development. DM me if you know what this is, because I have no idea and I've never heard of it. Her name is Aaliyah Shawcat, and allegedly they've been spotted a lot together. I just have, like, a huge issue with the fact that this is not Angelina Jolie. Like... I know he has to move on, and she has, like, this life of being fabulous and all, and with her 10,000 kids, but you can't make up Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like, that cover, you've never seen anything like it. It's iconic, and I can't see him with anybody else. Even Jennifer Aniston, I prefer Angelina Jolie over her, personally, but I can't say that I'm happy about this, whatever relationship he has with her. I don't think it will be as iconic as Angelina Jolie. But whatever, good for him, move on, do your thing, flip your hair, okay? Second story of the week, and I know I talk about Selling Sunset a lot, but this is a little bit on a sadder note. 
Um, Selling Sunset star Amanda Smith has recently put out there that she hasn't heard or seen from her ex-husband Ralph Brown for a year. And for those who watch the show know that she's been fighting a custody battle with his kids. Um, which I don't know what the custody battle is about and I feel like I'm missing some information and maybe I didn't watch it closely. Um, but they haven't seen him in a year. That's crazy. One whole year of not seeing your children. Like that's crazy. And the only reason why I wanted to talk about this is because Amanza on this show, obviously she's part of a pretty fabulous crowd, but she has a different life than everybody else. A lot of the other girls don't have kids or don't have a custody battle or have to be a single parent and work their ass off to provide for their children. And what I love about her is she really opened up this season to bring her kids on and talk about all the struggles that she goes through and as much as sometimes she's a little bit of a spitfire I respect that about her because she's a hustler and yeah this week's cheers of the week is going to Amanza um you can just tell that she's doing everything in her power for her kids and even though he's not in the picture she's killing it and Amanza I know you're listening because I know we're friends um (laughs) but honey you don't need him do your thing and do it well Okay, third beautiful story of the week. Katy Perry announces the arrival of baby girl Daisy Dove Bloom. I'm going to let that name sit with you for a second because that is the cutest fucking name I've ever heard in my entire life if I don't copy it word for word. I'm changing my last name. I can't even take it. And her Instagram announcement was adorable with her and Orlando holding the baby's hand and she had a little Daisy on her nail like Katy Perry girl that is so you I love her and I'm so incredibly happy for her after all the shit she's been through with that other weird guy that she got married in like India with you know like that stage is over this is what you were meant to be and what a beautiful mom you're gonna be I'm so excited for them fourth and final story of the week listen I'm gonna warn you guys I'm gonna warn you now that I'm a huge Christmas person I'm about to freak out at the fact that Carrie Underwood One of the queens of country is giving us a new album, not to mention a Christmas album. Like, I could not be more excited. Like, I'm going to throw up this Christmas album all over my Instagram, all over my podcast. If you don't want to hear it, don't follow me. Don't listen to me. I'm sorry. I'm not about the bullshit. I'm going to be real with you guys. I fucking love Christmas and I love Christmas with Carrie Underwood. Okay? Sorry. Also, if you're not starting to buy Christmas gifts too, what the hell are you doing? There's literally nothing else to do. Start buying your Christmas gifts and make it a big Christmas. I'm excited. Anyways, I'm thrilled that she is releasing something and to boot that it's a Christmas album. And I know that usually a lot of them are the same songs, Silent Night, Joy to the World, anything in Latin or whatever, but I'm ready. Give me a Silent Night. Give me a silent Carrie Underwood night. That's what I'm looking for. And I'm just so excited. And I hope that you guys are ready to sing along with me. Like, if anyone wants to do a karaoke night, I'm here. Okay? You fucking go, Carrie Underwood. That's the tea of the week. We're so excited to have Nick here. He's, like, on the edge of his seat ready to talk. But you're not talking yet. No, you're not talking yet. He's looking at me like, please let me talk. We're going to chat all about our relationships. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back.
Say hello. We going? Yeah. Hey, what's up? That's all you have to say, mister. I've been so excited to come on your podcast, and now all you have to say is, hey, what's up? Oh. i got to work my way into the, the conversation here. Okay, well, you're here today because we're talking about relationships. Oh. Oh. How do you feel about that? Should be a fun episode. Hmm. We'll see how fun it gets or if it puts you in the doghouse. I'm not sure which one it will put you in yet. Okay. So, we had people ask questions on our Instagram. Got a good slew of them, so try to be as elaborate as possible. Elaborate? In how much you love me. I'm good at storytelling, so let's go. God help me. How did we meet? We'll start there. All right. Well, I'll give a little bit of a backstory. So, I think we were 18 years old, I believe. You believe? You don't know? I think so. 18? I think so. Why are you looking at me and asking? Just answer it. We were coming back. I came back from, I played my first season of junior hockey in the Okanagan, and I came back home a couple weeks prior to when we met, but I was in a, let's just say a really big partying stage in my life, where I was getting drunk multiple times a week, partying every weekend, and yeah, that was kind of the stage of life I was in at that point. So, I came back home about two weeks before this we had, and then there was a party at a friend's mutual house. friend's house, I guess yeah. you could say. And that's where we first met. And um, we just started talking. Actually, it started with chirping. We would insult each other a lot. And that's kind of how our relationship started. <laughs> we would poke fun at each other and that sort of thing. And then it just um, elaborated from there. And yeah, that's pretty, that's, much how, that's pretty much how it started. And then we went out on first... Oh date God. a couple weeks later I think I think it was a couple weeks later something like that yeah and we went to the movies and there was a huge argument about what movie we should watch I just wanted to see Cinderella I'm still salty about it but tell everybody what movie you made us see go get ahead ha- get hard with Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart that was the worst first date movie we've I've I mean I've never been on another first date but I would imagine that other guys let the girls pick the movie that's just nice you told me I could choose the movie, so... I was being nice. You're not supposed to just let... You're not supposed to go with it. I took it literally. Oh, my God. You admitted later it was a funny movie, though. You refuse to admit it now. I, I don't like that movie. I know you enjoyed it. You made me watch it. Didn't we watch it once? I think so. No. <laughs> Anyways. Um, what else do we have here? We got lots. Just feel free to chat about anything, because I know that you've been dying to come on here. But one um, question that I wanted to hear your take on is what your stance on cheating is. I mean, we've never had an issue, but what's your like? What is your stance on that? Um. Well, obviously, I don't think it's nice to hurt somebody's feelings like that. I think that if you have strong feelings for somebody else and you've shifted away from that person, you should just, um, I guess, for lack of a better term grow a pair and tell, be able to tell them that you no longer have feelings for them and you have feelings for somebody else because that does happen as well. I mean, that's part of life. But I think when people get drunk or some other stuff happens, you know, some people don't think rationally like that. But I think it also it's also really dependent on what stage of the relationship it's in too. It, it's a lot worse if it's like deep into a relationship rather than like in the first couple months, I would say, that that's probably a lot worse later, later on in the relationship. But, yeah, I think guys that just do it, I think they're just being pussies. So, 
Really? You have to say that word on here? Sorry. Yeah, that's not a good word, Nicholas. Sorry. Anyways, I guess the other thing, too, is that, like, our banter is very, like, back and forth. Like, you don't let me get away with a lot of things, which is, like, good for my type of personality, because I can pop off pretty easily, but, like, that's where I feel like we balance each other out, because you're pretty low-key compared to me. Yes. I'm very, like, high-strung, high-stress, like, I don't like to, um, go off my schedule, whereas, like, you're beyond easygoing, which drives me absolutely mental. I like to take my time to do stuff. Okay, take your time is, like, an understatement of, like, what you actually do, though. Right. It's quite frustrating, if you ask me. Um, but let's tell everybody about, like, our long-distance, like, portion of all that, because I think out of everything we've been through together, like, that was one of the hardest things. Well, for me, anyways, because, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty tough for anybody. I mean, I don't think that that would really be easy for anybody because obviously if you're in a relationship with somebody, you want to be around them more than you want to be around anybody else. So obviously that's that's not easy if you're away from the person for a long period of time. But that being said, I think it was important that um, constant communication was in place for that sort of thing, like a certain time every day, um, and that... They never really got deviated. I mean, obviously, there were some days where we were on the road and we didn't get back from road trip till 5 in the morning and everything like that. But I think it was important that we'd have a certain time every day where it was consistent, where there was communication. I think that's what the main factor of it. Yeah, like most of it, like most of it was at night, like after a game or after practice or whatever else like you had going on because I was easy going. Like I could make it work depending on like my school schedule and like work. But the other chance too was that it was hard when you were away and you couldn't call me the yeah. first season I let you get away with it where I was like okay you're with your friends I'm not gonna make you call me but second season I was like ah uh, fuck you you're calling me <laughs> like I don't care well it's just another element of making it dip more difficult right yeah and I found that like the first like when you would come home for summers it was almost like harder for me to like let you go back yeah and that's where I needed that, like, more communication to, like, fill that because I was like, okay, well, I just spent every single day with you during the summer and now it's like, okay, see you later. Like, I won't see you till Christmas, yeah, which is I, not fun. I think it's also another factor of what why the person's away because I, if it's for a good reason and somebody's following their passion, that's why they're away. I think that it's, it's, a, it's a good, I mean, that's a good reason to be away. I mean, I don't know why... Obviously, there's always a reason for long-distance relationships, but if you really care about the person that's away, I mean, as much as it's difficult, you have to do what's better for the other person, and if you care about the person that much, I mean, I think that's all part of a relationship, right? Yeah, and another thing that I think we do really well is that we, I mean, don't get me wrong, I hate when you go away, or like when I go away, I'm sure you don't like it either, but we're okay with it. Like, you took a trip that was a month long, and not that I was okay with it, like, do what you want, but I was already used to that type of communication with you, so it wasn't hard for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, we don't have problems being away from each other. No, I think that's part of a healthy relationship as well, because sometimes you need to experience stuff, and, uh, like, in a relationship, you're not always going to want to do the same things, or, or travel to the same places, or do that sort of thing, because... 
people have different ideas, especially when you're like going on vacation. Some people, your idea of vacation is in like a resort. And then some people, idea of vacation is backpacking. And, Which is me and then Right? You. So, yeah. I mean, and there, obviously there's a compromise. I mean, you got to go some places together as well. But you have to, um, yeah, sometimes you just have to separate for a while. And not, not separate in that sense, but separate in distance-wise. And then, you know, come back. Um, another question we got was, how do you think our relationship has changed through the years? For those who don't know, Nick and I have been together for five years, which, yeah, you're right. We've been together since we were 18. I don't know why you have to think about that. Um, but, like, that's a long time. It's a pretty long time. A lot has changed since then. Like what? Like, what would you think change other than, like, jobs and stuff like that? That's more about our man. Oh. I don't think that much change has changed in the relationship, per se. Like, I think a lot of the tendencies that we had when we first started going out, I think we still have. Like what? Other than bantering. And um, we don't fight a lot. No. It's, like, it's, when we do, it's more like a quick, like, ten minutes, and then I'm like, oh my god, I'm so annoyed at you. But I usually get over it. <laughs> well, it's, it's usually me. It's not usually you. But that's the thing, though. And I think that, like, what we had, what we had when we started a relationship is, like, what I talked about with the long distance, that um, we established a certain amount of a certain time period every day where communication was key and I think we still have that so I think that that was really important and integral with the whole uh, relationship yeah like we still call like if we're all if we're both if we're all available I was gonna say but if we're both available at lunch we usually have a quick like five minute conversation of like what's going on that night or if we're not gonna see each other or you have hockey or I'm working or whatever the situation is um so like I think to answer a lot of the questions is that like how you can get through long distance like what our stance is on all that is just communication. I think there's a... Set a time, set a day, FaceTime, do whatever you need to do, right? I mean, that's what worked for us, and I think that's what a lot of people have issues with is communication. Even just, like, with us living here, obviously, we're not great at communication all the time. No, I don't think anybody is completely, but yeah. No. I mean, like every other relationship, we fight, we bicker, we argue about where to go for dinner... Nick steals my fries or my sushi, even though he says he's not hungry. That's like that type of stuff. But we don't like we've maybe had like five big fights. One a year. One a year, <laughs> which is good because then we get it all out in one time and then we're done. That's right. And like, unless it's like really bad, but I don't typically like. You're still alive, so that's a good sign. I think the other <laughs> element that we kind of glanced over is like it's a big element of trust as well with the other person yeah and not trusting just in the sense of like um you know not going with not not going out with other people or whatever but just the trust that if you establish a certain amount of a certain time every day that the person's other person gonna follow through with it i think that's also a really important aspect yeah but i think we both have qualities in each other that like you're really low-key and chill and i'm not whereas like I need to learn how to relax. Not even just relax, but, like, enjoy certain things. Like, you enjoy to travel and backpack and adventure, whereas I'm, like you said, chill, resort, drinks. I don't want to do anything. Maybe read a book. Like, I just want to bake in the sun. So I think that's where we, like, balance each other out is that, like, you push me to have stuff like that. Even if we're just in Vancouver, not even on, a va like, a vacation basis, but just to, like chill let's just watch a movie let's just watch a documentary whereas i'm like no let's go to the mall and like plan every minute of the day and like 
you struggle with that. You struggle with planning. You struggle with being on time. And like, unlike me, you don't write every minute of your day down. So it's hard for you to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with that. It's just like the reason why I'm so like relaxed like that is because in the past, like, especially if I'm on, if I'm in another country or something, like something will come up and, and then it wasn't something that I planned, but then I'll, I'll realize something or I'll go somewhere else and I'll just get a whole nother element of the culture that I never planned for. So I think that's, and it's like that in life with everything. I think that sometimes stuff happens that you're not accounting for and you, you just got to go with it. And sometimes it's the best times. I mean, I feel like Mexico was like the best example for that because I was not down to leave the resort at all. Like I was told, don't leave the resort. Don't do nothing. Everything stays in the hotel. And obviously you were like, no, if I'm going to go there, like we're going to leave the resort to do stuff. And I'm like, I am not down. So I, I let you have one dinner one night where we did something. And I mean, I didn't die, but like the dirt road leading to that highway was a little bit sketchy and I thought I was going to die, but we didn't. Um, but that's like one element that I didn't, of that trip that I didn't think I was going to have. So like, you know. And it ended up being a big memory, right? Yeah, it was so. fun. We have a nice picture together. Right? Yeah. Um, what do you think are, like, my most annoying qualities? Choose your words carefully. <laughs> most annoying? Well, I wouldn't say really anything annoying because even people's, like, even imperfections are what make you you, right? But I would say that um, maybe just, like, maybe just, like, what we just all branched off like sometimes you're very rigid with your plan and certain times and just some other stuff will come up and that's probably me too because sometimes i'm not communicating that something else has come up and something has to be pushed back but i would say yeah just the rigidity sometimes (laughs) is a bit um much aggressive sometimes But that's, that's about it. But even that, though... I'm a Taurus. I don't like change. Like, if something is changed and I have something in my head, I don't deal well with it. It, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's work. It doesn't matter if it's us. It doesn't matter if it's just, like, my other stuff, my podcasting. If a guest changed a date on me, I, I, it takes a long time for me to process something like that. And sometimes there's not enough time for me to process that, which makes me blow up. Well, that makes sense. I mean, obviously, different personality types. So, yeah, that I would say that's about it. Um, another good question that we got is, um, are you okay with your significant others having friends, like being friends with other guys or girls? Yes. <laughs> that doesn't bother me at all. That doesn't bother me. I you. think if if that does bother you, I think you You're have insecure. insecurity issues that need to be addressed. But it goes both ways. I think if, like, a person is, like, haunting you or teasing you being with somebody else that's also very destructive behavior mm-hmm. that needs to be addressed as well but yeah. I think that like a relationship shouldn't be so difficult like it shouldn't be people taunting each other or people the drama oh my god like a relationship shouldn't be that difficult I think if you're with somebody that's doing that I don't think that's the person for you because um yeah like it, sh- it should be very simple a relationship it should be you know, you should be allowed to have friends of the opposite sex. Like, I don't... And not be, like, insecure. 
I don't see a problem with that at all. It's yeah, like. I mean, I do it to like as a joke. Like, I'll like go through your Instagram, like, oh, who's this? Like, as a joke, but I don't mean it. And nine times out of ten, when we talk about girls, I'm like, wow, she's really pretty. And you're like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? So, I and I think it's healthy to have relationships with other people that are is not your significant other as well. And sometimes that might, if you're a guy, sometimes that might be another girl. And you know, as long as it's not. As long as it's not going too far, like you're blowing off your significant other to go out one on one with this other person, then it's a bit much. Yeah, no. But if it's somebody you just talk to once in a while and you hit it off with, and you know you're not necessarily attracted to them, but you're still friends with them, I don't see a problem with that. Like I think I have more guy friends than you would have like other girlfriends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't really I have... hang out with a couple other guys on the on the side. <laughs> But, like, those are people that I've, like, grown up with and that, like, I went to high school with that, like, their relationship to me is significant, not as significant as yours, of course. But, like, their opinion or what they go through or what their achievements are are also important to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, you don't really have a lot of, like, girls who text you, like, to go for coffee. Not that I would really give a shit, to be honest. No, it's more so just people, like girls at the gym or something that'll talk to say hey what's up and just yeah, have a normal conversation crazy. with yeah that's about it though but i mean i know some relationships where you can't even have a conversation with somebody from the other sex and the other person's freaking out the whole time and i don't think that's healthy either because that's going to start to make you resent the other person and i think that's yeah. that's very unhealthy behavior that should be addressed i think mm-hmm. so that's pretty much all i have to say about that yeah that's an interesting subject. concept i never thought about that either because we don't really go through, like, I don't know, the normal, and I quote, like, toxic relationship vibes are, like, if one is screaming at the other more, or, like, like you said, like, talking to the opposite sex and someone, like, freaking out, like, we don't, we are chill, like, we don't care, not that we don't care, but, you know, like, we know what the boundary is, and, like, we, I trust you, you trust me, we can all have friends and be... One big family. What's the thing? That rhymed. Did you say that? That rhymed. It's quick. Do you have anything else to say? Because I know you've been dying to come on here. Anything relationships? Do you have any questions for me? Since we're here. I never prepared any questions. I thought I was going to ask the questions. Oh, you not prepared? Huh. I know. Funny. Shocking. Because I've asked all the questions that we got asked. And I don't know what else. Were these questions on Instagram? Yeah. Oh, from random people? Yeah. Oh, cool. What do you think? No, people don't follow me? What are you trying to say? Podcast Instagram page is taken off. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Do you have anything else to say? Tell the people what they need to hear about relationships. Um. Yeah, just what you were saying before about trusting the other person. Like, I don't think it's also I don't think it's healthy going through the person's phone or going through the person's computer. Like, I think that's personal. Like, um personal space for people and I, I feel like like even me like it's not that I'm hiding stuff from you but sometimes like if I'm looking at certain things like to do with like working out or certain clothes or something I don't necessarily want it, the other person to see it and always talk about it and everything you search out for the other person to talk about I know about. but sometimes I want to see it so I can buy it for you yeah well that's different but you know what I mean like I see sometimes in relationships that happens where you're you know, you're you're going through the other person's stuff, and I I think that's also not healthy behavior. I only go through your stuff when I know there's a gift somewhere. I'm yeah. a little bit gift crazy. Everybody knows that I'm like 
little bit materialistic sometimes. And when you, like, around my birthday, Nick does this thing, or, like, Christmas, he's like, do you know what I got you? Yes. That's I would, really annoying. I always give it away, and you no. never... I, you never think outside the box. I don't. I don't think outside the box. I can't think that far out there. I think that another. It was never really a question, but it, like how social media has affected relationships as well. Yeah, because, that's like, a good. That's we, a good. We never really grew up in an era where we had relationships before social media. True. But it's interesting to think about what would have been different, how how it would have changed things. Yeah. Because I I find some people also get mad about like you're not posting about the other person enough right and that sort of thing and I think that's also I mean I don't put too much weight into social media but I think that's also like that's not really healthy for to make somebody post things like a certain amount of times a week about that's that's like what a company does if you're sponsored by somebody right? yeah but like once in a while wouldn't kill you but I'm not really a big not social that I'm media hinting user. at anything or anything like that I'm not a big social media user so that's, that's kind of the other thing because uh, like the problem is is on social media too it's it's outlined out like it's outlining the, the high points of the relationship to everybody else and that's kind of what you're seeing yeah so you kind of look around and you're like oh this person's relationship is so great but you never really know what people are going through yeah right? and you and I even myself like I used to post a lot on Instagram but like I don't know maybe I've like grown out of it like on my personal I meant but like I only really post something about us if we're, like, in our, like, special places or if we're doing something fun, like, in Vegas when we went ziplining or when we're in Chase or yeah. what else. And, you know, stuff like that. Like, I don't, I try not to post, like, too much. Not too much, but I don't know. Sometimes people overdo it and it just, to me, sometimes it just makes me question, like, are you posting this because you're missing something or like am I overreading this and that's no disrespect to anybody's relationship I'm just to me like we don't post that much and that's because I think you set that boundary over there you're like I don't really like to post about it you post about it whenever you want but that's just not my style and that's okay well, yeah. but like sometimes it's just like it's a lot on Instagram like to the point where I've needed to like mute people well, yeah, sometimes it's really annoying. I mean, I guess that's why that button was created, but yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it just makes me question, like, why do you post so much? And that could be just a personal preference. I could be totally, like, reading that wrong. But there are just certain people that are like, oh my god, I love you. Oh my god, I love you. Look at this, what we did. Look at that. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> like, no one truly cares about your Instagram story of you kayaking across the Antarctic waters like you know what I mean and I'm not doing that just so you know it's really cold it's very rough water to get there <laughs> I know one person that went across there to Antarctica Nicholas, to, to don't bullshit no Argentina to Antarctica who? Very, very rough waters tell me after who I'll tell you after that's so stupid Why apparently it's that? really pirate infested water too pirate pirate like Captain Hook yeah like people rob your boats pirates that's not a pirate that's a thief Thieves on the water are pirates. Really? What do you think a pirate is? I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that would be a cool trip, though. No, it wouldn't. I would be miserable. <laughs> no, you would like it. Yeah, Just... but then you keep saying that you'd like to go to Palm Springs and chill. Because I like hot weather. We do like hot weather. I like very hot weather. Yes. Me and Nick choose the 
hottest times of the year to go to any place. <laughs> if it's above 40, yeah. If it's above 40, we're good. Not if I'm working, but if I'm on vacation. Yeah, of course. Um, what vacation do you think was your favorite that we've went on? That we went on? No, your other girlfriend. Yeah, we, uh, you and I. <laughs> um, Vegas was pretty fun. Vegas? The last time we went last summer was pretty fun. Did we go the time before that? No. No, but I went once before that. And you, did you go and once I went before without, that? Yeah, I went without. You went once before that too. With my girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. So it was both our second time there, but yeah, that was pretty fun. But I think if we ever went to like Bali or something, I think that'd be pretty cool. Bali? That's what we're aiming for? It'd be pretty cool, I think. I heard it's cheap there. Well, yeah, it's just like Thailand. It's cheap. Mm. I think our fa- my favorite trip of ours was Mexico. So that was the first time I've ever been. And it was a good experience. I don't know if I would stay at that resort again, but I thought it was good. Too many thieves there. Way too many. Everybody's <laughs> getting their money stolen. People was getting, were getting money stolen out of their safes and stuff. But thanks to me, I shoved every pair of shoes that I had in that safe. So but The funny part about that whole trip is everybody else got money stolen from their safe, and we found money in our we safe. We found money in our safe. For those who maybe like don't know the story, and for those who stay at a hotel, you know that there's a safe in the room that you can throw all your like belongings in and put your own code in and whatever. And according to other guests at the hotel, that people were breaking into their safes and stealing whatever U.S. currency they have. Because, as you may know, in Mexico, the U.S. currency to, what is it, pesos? Uh, like, yeah, it's like 14. It's like Four, a crazy... Four, um, 14 pesos, $1, roughly. Wow, that's crazy. So, they were stealing like hundreds and hundreds of dollars out of these rooms. And when Nicholas and I were leaving, we were cleaning out the safe with every pair of shoes that I had in there. And there was this, like, phone case wallet with, like insurance cards and money oh can i tell the story about that sure tell the story so fyi if somebody finds your wallet (laughs) don't be an asshole to them because i it was a it was a license uh, driver's license in there and a couple other credit cards and whatnot and i found the guy on facebook he was in he lived in new york and i messaged him and i offered him to mail him back his wallet because i know how much it sucks i've lost a wallet before it sucks so but you you had them returned yeah, I had them returned. So I know how nice it is when somebody does that. So I was trying to do the same, and I was going to pop this in the mail slot for this guy to go all the way to New York. And then he was just being a total asshole to me on Facebook Messenger. Yeah. So I said, all right, your money's coming with us then, and your credit, your your wallet's going to the front desk, because if you're going to be a dick about it, then Yeah, and when we handed it, it to the front desk, like, they all went through it to look for money. But we, like, tipped our favorite, like... Um, bartender. They were like vultures at the front desk. They going were, but the we wallet. gave that bartender twenty bucks. Yeah, that's like a lot of money for them. And then I think we used that money for a Vegas trip for something. I think so. I think we kept a hundred dollars. We went when we ate at Vanderpump. Is that what you used it for? I think so. I think so. Yeah, because we went ziplining, and that was for your birthday. Mm. Then we literally ate in an Outburger for the rest of the time we were there. No, an Outburger is good. What? Nothing. Do you have anything else to say? That's about it. That's it? Do you have any questions for me? No questions. No questions? Nope. So you don't want to get in the doghouse? No. No. Just trying to keep it all positive around here. You don't have any last words? No. Just for everybody to love everybody because there's a lot of negativity right now. Tough times out there. Tough, 
motherfucking times. Yeah. And I just hope everybody sees everybody as, as we were talking about, not different, even different sexes, different colors, everything else. It's just everybody's a different expression of something else and everybody's going through something and we're all just, people think this might be a virtual reality or there's multiple theories of it, but we're all just trying to find our place in this world. So it doesn't hurt to just smile or do something for somebody. And that's about it. You're so sweet because I would tell everybody the opposite. <laughs> that's about it. One other very different feature about us is that Nick is very nice and kind and sweet, and I am like the ultimate devil. <laughs> Not the devil, but like, you know, I'm just a little bit. My heart is more hardened than yours. <laughs> I think it's. I think because of some of the experiences I have, like, I've gone. I think. Not even just traveling. Well, a little bit, but like I've seen people like live in houses made of garbage and stuff. And I think once you get that perspective of people, it it changes little petty problems. Like, like you get mad sometimes in relationships if somebody doesn't respond to a text or something. And if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, like how there's people living in knee deep water, or they're living in a house of garbage, and you know they have no running water, no electricity, anything like that. Like, it's not a big deal if somebody doesn't respond to your text. Yeah. And one thing, too, that we didn't touch on, which I just wanted to add quickly, is that um, the other thing, and what I, what I appreciate about our relationship, is that we don't take, like, our friends for granted. Like, we make sure that we spend time with them, like, almost as equally as we spend time with each other. Like, whether that's together in a group, or, like, me hanging out with my friends and you hanging out with your friends, and, like, if one or the other were to be like, no, you're not doing that, like, we... Like, we don't respond well to that. No, because especially friends that you've had in your life for a really long time, it's not a good idea to start blowing these people off because yeah. they're going to need you sometimes and you're going to need them for certain things. And if if you just completely, completely excluded them from your life because of your significant other, then it's not going to be a good situation when... When that, you do need them. Yeah. Yeah. So, or when they need you, they're not going to come to you. And then, you know, nowadays people you got to watch out with people. I mean, a lot of people, there's a big problem with drugs and everything. And sometimes people are going through stuff and could even be on one of your friends. And sometimes they need you for something. And if you're not there, you never know, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's what it. That's it? That's it. Nothing else? That's what it. All this time you've been so excited and that's all you have to say? You'll be back for International Boyfriend Day in October. So it's okay. That's not too far away. That's not too far away. All right. That's all I needed you for. All right. Thank you. It's a lot of fun. Was it fun? Yeah. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we get a good response. Well, it's not, all, it's not all about the response. Yeah. Just if people like it, right? Yeah, but I mean, hopefully we... People like us? Hopefully we help somebody. At least one person. Oh, that's the goal. Yeah. Okay, thank you, my love. Thank you. Kiss. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. See you later. so much for listening to today's episode i hope you all enjoyed don't forget to subscribe rate review at tbattach podcast on all platforms and send me a dm let me know what you guys thought about today's episode and until then leave spilling the tea to me have a great week you guys
aficionados just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at zenni.com.